You ever worked with somebody and wanted to talk to them about Jesus and thought, man, that's kind of weird. I don't know what to do. I don't want to get, you know, made fun of or yelled at or just sometimes it's awkward. Um, today in the studio, I have my friend Cody and we're going to talk about ministry and uh, maybe give you some tips on on how to talk to that person about Christ. So join us next Man Talk. All right. Good to have you in the studio. How are you good, doing, Cody? Doing good. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for those that don't know you like I know you, uh, tell, tell everybody what you do. What, what's your, what's your uh, ministry? What's your, your job? Yeah, um, sure. So I, I have the privilege of working in the conference office as the ministerial director. Okay. And uh, basically what that means is I coordinate and help the pastors in their ministry. Mm-hmm. And we also work with elders and deacons and deaconesses in the local churches as well. But it's primarily we're focused on supporting and helping the pastors in their ministry in the churches. Oh, fantastic! So, have you? How long have you functioned in that in that role? I've been here about two years. Okay. So before that, uh, were you a, you a pastor? Yeah, I was okay. pastoring up in northern Michigan in the Petoskey, yeah. Sheboygan, Carp Lake district. Oh man, that's a beautiful area. It, it really is. That is that is phenomenal. Uh, okay, so you've had a lot of, you know, a lot of experience in in, in doing mis- ministry and and you know like, um, I think that. When you wear that pastor card or that role, then everyone's like, "Well, of course you have to do this. Your job, or you're an expert." And but you know, hey, I, I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a guy. You know, I'm working my nine to five, and for me, sometimes it's it's awkward to talk to people about Jesus. Um, what kind of tips would you you give someone who's who's wanting to to be a witness, but you know, just it's not natural. Yeah, sure. No, it's a great question. And in reality, it's not always natural for pastors either. Okay. Uh, because they've got... You mean they, like you don't just love it? <laughs> like it's just so simple for you? <laughs> Some pastors, it comes naturally. Uh-huh. But others, they try to figure out how are they going to talk to their neighbor or the person they meet on the street right. and things like that. I think it's very common for all of us that how yeah. do we start those conversations? Right. And how do we not just start them, but how do we uh, lead them along in that? Yeah, because you, you don't want it to be awkward, and you don't want to look like a slick oil salesman or anything like that. I mean, it's it, there's there's a there's an insecurity. I mean, maybe that's not the right. There's a vulnerability to be like, hey, I, God has changed my life, and I think He could change yours too. Um, what 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 do you do? What's your what's your move <laughs> when you're trying to talk to someone about Christ? You know, I think it, it's different in every situation, but it, for me, it always begins with prayer. Okay. And so if there's people that I'm wanting to reach, I'm always praying for them. Mm-hmm. And what I've found is, you know, if I intentionally pray each day, Lord, give me opportunities to uh, reach this one. Maybe it's my neighbor that I've started to meet when I walk the dog or something like that, mm-hmm. or uh, um, whoever it can be. Uh, I start praying for them and say, Lord, we pray, pray for those opportunities. And it's amazing to me when we start praying for them, God starts working mm-hmm. to give you opportunities. Ah, that, that, you know, what's interesting is if you're asking God to do it, and then, like, it sounds like you're saying all of a sudden they're in your, they're in your lane, like they weren't before. So you're walking your dog, and you're going by this house, and then all of a sudden they're getting their mail at the same time, and you're not thinking that, oh, what a coincidence. You're... You're probably thinking at that time, like, hey, this is the Lord giving me an opportunity. Yeah. You know, it's, I think it, it's two things. One is the Lord is working out those things to be yeah. able to make your paths to cross. 
The other thing is you've been praying about it. And so you're intentionally thinking about, okay, when I see somebody, maybe I'll have an opportunity to share with them. So I think it goes both ways there. Yeah. And, and then, of course, once you have those opportunities, then it's what do you say in those? I mean, like you said, he's getting the mail or they're walking their dog yeah. or whatever it might be. Yeah. And so and that's where the prayer really helps as well, because right. every situation is totally different. <laughs> right, because I don't want to sell like a dork. Hey, what you doing? Getting your mail? And they're like looking at you like, yeah, idiot. I got the <laughs> you know, Hey. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I can say like, I know it sounds awkward, but like your moves, you know, like to, um, because there there is a, a vo- I, I often connect it to where if when I was a single uh, person, I remember the first time I met my wife. I just my tongue was tied, and I I said some of the dumbest things I've ever said in my life. And I I, I wonder if there's any somewhat of a connection spiritually speaking when you're you're just you're just trying to become their friend. You're trying to 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 have that opportunity. There's just a it's it could be awkward. Yeah, so. and you know I think it's first of all just try to become their friend. There's a saying that's only friends win friends. Oh, yeah, that's good. And so you've got to become a friend in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's people that walk through the church doors and are just like, I studied the Sabbath and I want... Th- that happens. Yeah, yeah, But they still need a friend, too. Right. Uh, they're just... Their spiritual interest comes before the friendship. Yeah. But most people, the friendship comes uh, either simultaneously or before the spiritual interest. Do you think there's a difference between meeting someone like a neighbor that you don't know? Uh, is there, is it, have you found it like a different approach than if you talk to maybe someone you already do know, a friend or maybe a coworker? Um, is that a different mindset that I have? Because if I get turned down, right, like then is it, we're still working. We're <laughs> still... <laughs> Like that, that, that insecure, again, I, I, I keep going back to insecurity of what if they, what if they think I'm crazy for talking about Christ? Yeah, sure. You know, I don't know that there's really a big difference if we're just approaching it as a friend and somebody, we have something that as the opportunity arises, we want to share with you because we think it'll make your life better. Right. And so, um, now you can take a, a longer term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can be dropping seeds here mm-hmm. or there or be asking questions that will lead them to ask questions, uh, uh, whatever it might be. But really it comes down to getting to know them and then mm-hmm. seeing, is there something, some connection that I can make with this person that would uh, help them advance in their in their spiritual walk? I feel like too that that some of that insecurity. I, I've often thought that those aren't the fruits of the spirit, fear, you know, shame, mm-hmm. all those types of things. And there are other th- other topics in my life that if I go on record saying I'm for, you know, to use like maybe a sporting team, like I'm a Detroit Lions fan, and everyone's like they're losers, <laughs> which they are, uh, but <laughs> perennial. Uh, I'm not like, oh, no, we can't be friends now because I yeah. told you I was a lie. Or I like Olive Garden. And the person says, I hate Italian food. I'm like, oh, no, we'll never talk again. <laughs> so I, I sometimes I think it's it's uh, almost it, it's sinister um, how those thoughts get in your mind. Like, I can't say something because I'm so afraid that it'll ruin everything. Yeah. I, I think it's nothing there. So. Yeah, I think you're right because, you know, we have differences of opinion all the time and it yeah. doesn't affect our relationship right, exactly and, uh, our families right. there's people that 
hate this food and yeah. we love this food. Right. But you know what? We live in the same house and we yeah. might eat it and they might not. And it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens when I talk to that coworker or family member about Jesus and then they go, look, I really don't want to talk to you about that anymore. Um, and now I feel like crushed, like, oh, I'm super gun shy. Uh, what do you recommend for me as someone who now feels like I'm a, I'm a failure at that? You know, you can't win everybody. And we have to recognize that uh, we can't take it personal when somebody is rejecting something. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, when Samuel, when the Lord says to uh, Samuel, well, give them a king, and he's all downcast. And the Lord mm -hmm. says, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. Yeah, yeah. That's and good. so we have to remember, it's not about me. Yeah. It's about God. Yeah. And uh, we have something that, you know what, maybe they're not open right now. That's okay. They might be open in a week or so. We don't know. Or maybe it'll be 10 years. Or maybe they're not going to be open. We don't know. But we can only say, live our Christian witness mm -hmm. and uh, share what Jesus has done for us. And, you know, I think that when we're, if there's a spiritual interest there, one of the best things we can share is how God has impacted us personally. Mm -hmm. So not so much hey, do you know the seventh day is the Sabbath? I mean, it is, and, and there's mm -hmm. a time to share that. We need to give that Bible study. But in John 9, 25, we find a, a, the blind man who was blind says, mm -hmm. whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But one thing I know, I was blind, mm -hmm. now I see. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can argue with that. They're like, <laughs> right. well, no, you're, they can argue theology. They can disagree. Yeah. But it's like, no, this is what Jesus did for me. Right. And so if we say, you know what? I just, I struggled with whatever, and, and but now I have so much peace in my heart and mm -hmm. life, and it's because of, uh, I spend time with Jesus every day. They can't argue with that. They're mm -hmm. gonna, they can say, well, I don't want to do that, but they're mm -hmm. not like, well, you shouldn't do that. I mean, no, yeah. it, this is our experience, and right. it's a blessing to us, and that's what we're sharing. Yeah, that's good. So um, I'm, I'm not really sure how to get involved at the local church, and I think I do. I'm not sure I want to. What what kind of recommendations uh, would you have for me if if I'm, I'm you know I'm just I'm just a guy trying to possibly get more involved. I don't want to preach a sermon. Mm -hmm. I'm not singing. Mm -hmm. um, is there any other kind of ministry or what? What do I do there? You know, there's there's so many different needs in a church, and so. And we have, we're all different. We have different likes and gifts and things mm -hmm. like that. And so look for, I would say, look for what could be done in the church. Mm -hmm. We tend to think, well, you got to go up front, you got to preach, or mm -hmm. you got to teach Sabbath school. And uh, most of us are like, yeah, that's not for us. Mm -hmm. So we'll just sit in the pews. Mm -hmm. But do you know, one of the most important things we can do is just be friendly to people that mm -hmm. come. Mm -hmm. uh, be looking out for people that come, uh, especially if they're new people. Go mm -hmm. talk to them mm -hmm. behind the scenes. Or it can be... So that's ministry? That is absolutely ministry. <laughs> I'm uh, going to lead out on the being nice ministry. <laughs> no, that's actually a pretty good idea if somebody wants to start it. Uh, no, that that's good because what... I feel like sometimes when people come into any space, whether it's church or, or any type of space, when they come in, you like acknowledge that they're there kind of by giving them the nod or something, but everyone's afraid to talk to people because they think that they're 
you know, it won't be well received. But the flip side of that is someone comes into a, a maybe a church service or whatever, and they're like, hey, we, we were here for an hour and a half and no one talked to us. Yeah. And then they interpret that as, you know, no one likes us. And yeah. It's just visiting with people in yeah. the foyer, wherever, is just huge. Yeah. And not just, I mean, you know, we have our wonderful greeters that, that are trying to greet people when they mm-hmm. come in the door. And normally they say, happy Sabbath, right. and give a bulletin right, or something right, like exactly. that. Right, right, exactly. And yeah. that's good. We're glad of that. But I want you to think of somebody that comes in off the street, and they're greeted with, happy Sabbath. Yeah. It's not my birthday. Right. I mean, what, what, they're trying to figure this out. <laughs> right. And then they get this piece of paper, and then they have to decipher this piece of paper. Right. Connection doesn't begin with happy Sabbath. I mean, it might begin with happy Sabbath, yeah, but that's yeah. not connection. No, yeah. And so, you know, if you see a visitor come in, or maybe just somebody that is... Uh, hasn't been there for a while or somebody, anybody can be, but you go, Hey, how's, how's your week going? And what's uh, just start talking to them on a conversation level. Yeah. And uh, then they're going to feel much more connected rather than just happy Sabbath. That's really interesting that you should say that. Um, because sometimes I think people, they have only certain activities are ministry, um, but you really look at how Christ functioned and what his methods were, you know, he was all about connecting with them as a person, mm-hmm. becoming their friend, and, you know, just trying to to meet their needs, know what's going on in their life, and, and that was really, really effective uh, for him. Um, okay, so here's another one. What, what if I'm what if I'm wanting to get training? Like, um, I don't, you know, I I didn't go to church school, or maybe I went to church school, but it wasn't, you know, I don't feel like I'm equipped, and I really like to learn more about the Bible, maybe maybe how to, to, to share my faith or share what I what I learn about the Bible. Um, maybe, I, maybe I'm even interested in, in looking at something where I'm, I'm putting a lot, if not a lot more hours in, in my week, potentially a career change. Mm-hmm. Is there any types of uh, opportunities or paths uh, for me to get that type of training here in Michigan? Absolutely. You know, we want every one of our churches to be a training center mm-hmm. where we get trained in ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, one of the best things, like we just talked about, get involved in the local church, whatever that looks like. Use mm-hmm. your gifts and your talents. can be talking to people. Ask the pastor. Ask some of the elders. What what are some needs of the church? What are some things that I might be able to help with in the church? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that engagement in the local church is just really, really key to all ministry, mm-hmm. whatever, wherever, just whether we're, whether we, we're going to uh, work our 40, 50, 60 hour a week job uh, and be involved in the church or whether we're praying and saying, God might be leading me to another direction, to a mm-hmm. career change or something like that. So first and foremost to me is get involved in that local church setting. Mm. Uh, be there whenever you can mm-hmm. and just help out. Church work be, you know, to help right. pull weeds in the flower garden, mm-hmm. uh, cutting down some overgrown limbs, talking to people that come on Sabbath. One of the, Another excellent thing that you can do is pray for God to send you a Bible study. Mm. Because one of the best ways to learn the Bible is to study the Bible with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, they say statistically that you remember like 5% of what you hear and uh, 10% of what you read or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and uh, 75% of what you share with somebody else. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So if you want to learn the Bible, sharing mm. Bible studies with someone is one of your best things that you can do. So if I'm if I wanted to talk, uh, give a Bible study on, on how someone could be saved, um, is it is it wouldn't it be weird though? I mean, like I just studied it a couple of days ago, and now I'm giving it. I'm not an expert. What if they ask me a question I don't know? <laughs> You know what? That's a great question. And it normally happens. I get asked questions I don't know. Oh, okay. So it's all the time. Really? You do too? Absolutely. Wow. Well, then I don't feel so bad. I, you know, I had, a, I had a teacher one time that he said that he was just converted and he knew uh, five Bible verses. Oh. And uh, those were all that he knew. Yeah. And so he was out and he was trying to share and somebody asked him a question. Right. And it's, oh, that's one of the Bible verses I know. And he shared the Bible verse. They yeah. asked another question. Oh, yeah, I know that Bible verse. <laughs> and he shares it. He said, he went, they went through all five Bible verses yeah. that he knew. He only knew five. Right. And at the end, they said, you really know your Bible so well. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he knew five Bible right. verses. And we need to end the study. <laughs> You'll learn five more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so it's uh, God will use what we know. Yeah. And But you know what? Somebody asks us a question and we don't know the answer to it. That is not a problem. So yeah. you know what? That's a really great question. Right. I'm going to have to study that. And I'm going right. to get back with you on that. Yeah. And they're going to respect you rather than if you try to muddle through some answer that really doesn't make sense to you or them or anybody else. Yeah. And so, you know, hey, I mean, I've been it, all the time it happens. And uh, you just say, look, I'll get back with you. I don't know. But and yeah. even I can't figure it out. We'll pray about it and right. try to work on it. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. OK, I got to ask one more uh, question to you because uh, I'm being the youth guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a young person. And um, I'm not really connected in my church right now, um, but I wanna I wanna help. I wanna make a difference in this world for Christ. Uh, what's the first thing I do? So you're not really connected with the church? No, I mean. I, so let me just give you my story as a 50 year old. But let me just give you a scenario. <laughs> um, you know, I I. I go to church when I when I'm around. Um, you know, I usually sit there and I'm just I'm just uh, I'm just there. Um, everyone's they're not necessarily mean to me. They're they're not they're not rude. I mean, they I'm just I'm just there. Mm-hmm. But there's not a whole lot going on with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say the church is lame because I am the church, so that would mean I'm lame. But <laughs> um, but I, I want I want to do something, but it just there just doesn't seem like I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm not sure how to, I would be accepted or, um, yeah, I just, what's my first move? Yeah. Well, you know, the first thing I would say is even before looking for that greater connection with the church is try to spend some quality time with the Lord each day Mm -hmm. and, uh, the, uh, spend that time in Bible study and in prayer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's going to connect us with the Lord, first Mm -hmm. of all. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at in your church, maybe there's not much going on for you. Maybe you don't know what, maybe you don't fit in with, with anybody per se. By the way, I'm the only youth in the church. Like there's one, it's me. So that's the awkwardness of it. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Youth don't only have to be involved in youth ministry to be yeah. involved in ministry. Yeah. 
youth can be involved in any ministry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's maybe there's not much going on, but what same as you know the fifty year old guy that's mm-hmm. working the factory job mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Look and say, is there something I can do to help mm-hmm. in this situation? And you know what, I don't know any churches that would say, you want to help? No, we don't need help. Right. If, if there is, should they call you and yeah, tell maybe, you? And yeah. then they, I mean, you're the head guy, so you might make a phone call. Maybe it'd be helpful for us <laughs> yeah, to know exactly. that if there's a church. That, like, Did you tell them that? You know, type of thing. Uh, that's, yeah. So it's find some niche, some spot mm-hmm. that you can make a difference. Yeah. That might be, you know what? Maybe there's no youth, but maybe you want to help in the kids' class. Maybe you don't. That's okay, too. Maybe you want to help in the AV area. Maybe maybe you want to just talk to the pastor and say, Pastor, this mm-hmm. is my situation. What can I do? Mm-hmm. We all have such different talents mm-hmm. that it's not like there's a one-size-fits-all other than pray, look, I want to be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then look for those opportunities to be used mm-hmm. that God will have and create for us. You know, I was... I talked about giving Bible studies. I was teaching one time at a school. It was in a different country. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, the school was in English, but at, they spoke a different language in the, uh, in the community. And I taught about giving Bible studies. And I had a student, and uh, I said, hey, you want a Bible study? Pray for Bible studies. When I used to be a Bible worker, we would have, uh, I would try to have around 15 scheduled uh, Bible studies a week, something like that. Wow. And sometimes it'd go up and sometimes it'd go down. But I found that if I didn't have enough, I would start praying and say, Lord, send me some Bible studies. Now there's other stuff I was doing to try to get them, but pretty soon I'd have to stop praying that because I'd be getting too many Bible studies mm-hmm. at that point. So I shared that with them. Here's this young person going to school in a country that doesn't speak the language that the school is in, what he's conversant in, he started praying, and he opened the Lord opened up the door for a neighbor of that school uh, to him to start giving Bible studies, and he was baptized mm-hmm. because he started praying and saying, Lord, what can I do even in this situation where I am? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we speak the language here. That's not the issue, but what I'm trying to say here is whatever the obstacles are, God can surmount those obstacles if we're really desirous of having those obstacles mm-hmm. being surmounted in our lives. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I think of, was it John Knox who said, give me Scotland or I die? Yeah. I really do think that as men today, if we wanted to lead someone to Jesus more than anything, that it just seems logical that God would want that too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Lord, help me save a soul. It, no, no. <laughs> like that doesn't even make any logical sense. Yeah. And I think what we have to do is we have to overcome uh, all of those things that, again, the enemy puts into our mind to tell us that we're not able or, or whatever. But and, and, you know, use what you have. Yeah. So if you like to go out ice fishing in the winter. Yeah. Talk to the other guys that are out there ice fishing right, right. and look for those opportunities. Yeah. You don't just have to be sitting in the hut there. Yeah. Maybe you can have a Bible study while you're watching the lines. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> On being a fisherman of yeah. men. <laughs> so whatever it is that you connect with you're right. and that you're interested in, there's other people that are too right. that need the gospel. Amen. Use those interest and gifts 
and to be looking for those opportunities of people that you can share with. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, hey, that's this episode of Man Talk, and I, I just want to leave you this challenge. Um, you know, better than any action hero you've ever watched or read about, there's no greater hero than someone that saves someone's life for eternity. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that God is is calling you to do that. Um, and to, to be men who are fearless, I, I don't care if you make fun of me, I don't care uh, what is said or done to me, I am going to do what God has called me to do. I'm going to be a soldier, and I'm and and this is how I'm going to fight this week. I'm going to pray that God gives me someone to witness to this week. I'm going to give the, pray that God gives me something to do, whether it's at church or in my community. But at the end of the day, I want to be all in for Christ. And you know, if that's your desire, pray for that, as as, as Pastor Cody has said, and and he'll give you those opportunities. And so I'm excited. And if, if if something happens and you're and you want to share that testimony, put it you know put it in the comments or, or contact us. We'd love to hear from you and pray for you, um, because I just don't I don't think we have a lot of time left. Yeah. And um, I want to be uh, faithful in the time that we have. So, okay. Well, hey, that was Man Talk. Remember three things. Uh, love God, love everybody, and duct tape, it fixes everything. Thanks so much for watching. God bless.